My soul finds rest in God alone. Only He can save me. Like a fortress, like a rock, He won't let me be shaken. They attack me like a leaning wall. With their lies, they try to tear me down. But I don't believe a word they say, 'cause I only trust my Savior. I don't need what man can give. I am free from wealth and pride. All I need is truth and love, and I find those things in God alone. Once I heard my Savior's voice, and two things I have heard Him say: that He holds all authority, and His steadfast love is holding me. I don't need what man can give. I am free from. Welcome to Tuesday of this second week of Lent. Glad to be with you. Very honored to be with you.、Um, an important one for us to ponder here today. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes, for Catholics, this is an important one. I guess maybe for those who aren't, maybe to ponder this more deeply ourselves, because there's something here in the gospel we kind of get accused of. I think wrongly so. So let's begin. Let's be a people who seek to serve and not to be served. Let's ask God for mercy. Lord Jesus, you have called us to service. Lord, have mercy. You've called us to kindness. Christ, have mercy. You have called us to goodness. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Guard your church, we pray, O Lord, in your unceasing mercy. And since without you, mortal frail, mortal humanity is sure to fail, may we be kept by your constant help from all harm and directed to all that brings salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, 
who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Hear the word of the Lord, princes of Sodom. Listen to the instruction of our God, people of Gomorrah. Wash yourselves clean, put away your misdeeds from before my eyes. Cease doing evil, learn to do good. Make justice your aim, redress the wronged. Hear the orphan's plea, defend the widow. Come now, let us set things right, says the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, they may become white as snow. Though they be crimson red, they may become white as wool. If you are willing to obey, you shall eat the good things of the land. But if you refuse and resist, the sword shall consume you from the mouth of the Lord as spoken. The word of the Lord. Offer to God a sacrifice of Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you, for your burnt offerings are before me always. I take from your house no bullock, no goats out of your fold. Offer to you, God, the sacrifice of praise. Offer to you, God, the sacrifice of Why do you recite my statutes and profess my covenant with your mouth, though you hate discipline and cast my words behind you? Or do you think that I am like yourself? I will correct you by drawing them up before your eyes. He that offers praise as a sacrifice glorifies me. And to him that goes the right way, I will show the salvation of God.
The Lord be with you. A reading for the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus is kind of angry here today. Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and Pharisees have taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Therefore, do and observe all the things they tell you to do, but do not follow their example. For they preach, but they do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens hard to carry and lay them on people's shoulders, but they will not lift a finger to move them. All their works are performed to be seen. They widen their phylacteries, lengthen their tassels. They love places of honor at banquets, seats of honor in synagogues, greetings in marketplace, and the salutation rabbi. As for you, do not be called rabbi. You have but one teacher, and you're all brothers. Call no one on earth your father. You have but one father in heaven. Do not be called master, for you have but one master, the Christ. The greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled. Whoever humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, every one of you who have followed professional football somewhere along the way have heard of Don Shula. Don Shula is the winningest football coach in professional football ever. 347 wins, and that's out of 524 coaches. So one day, Don Shula, um, a rock star in football, goes on vacation to Maine with his wife and five kids. It's a really rainy day, got nothing else to do, so they got decide to go to the theater. And so uh, when they get to the theater and they walk in, all of a sudden everybody stands up and they applaud. They're like, yay, thank you very much. And, and he's going, wow, how these people may know me? And so one guy actually stands up and, and shakes his hand, and, and, and Shula says, how did you guys recognize me? And he said, mister, the guy says, mister, I got no idea who you are. All I know is the manager said we need five more people to show this movie. And as soon as he said that, you guys walked in. Thanks for being here. So, kind of a humbling experience for the great Don Shula. That brings me to the gospel today. And again, here we come to the conclusion of a confrontation between Jesus and the Pharisees, all the Jewish leaders, I guess I should say. And this conflict that we're seeing today not only happened while Jesus was around, but even this is something that happened with Matthew's parish as well. And the severity of the language of Jesus, he's hot. And you can see uh, this is pretty serious. And so he says, the scribes and Pharisees of the chair of Peter, so obey them, but don't follow their example. They tie up heavy burdens for people to that the, the, the people have to carry. He doesn't have the finger to help them. That's when Jesus said one time, come to me, you're weary, and find life burdensome. It was about this kind of stuff. They, may, they, they oppress the people by so much religious observance, external. It was impossible for the average person to be able to do anything about it. And so he's saying their leadership is really about a show that they're the great ones. They're the holy ones. They're the ones that kind of get it. And they sought to be exalted and so Jesus comes forward and says, it's not about being served, it's about serving. Now, that brings me to the, our, us Catholics and this whole idea of calling priests father. Now, um, that's not the meaning of the text. Now, as I tried to share with you just a moment ago, 
The meaning of the text really is this whole idea of exalting yourself, some or other a, a, a big show, as opposed to service. Now, we as a priest, you know, if I start, you know, putting on a big show as a being someone who serves, then the whole idea of Father uh, has has no place. But today's gospel really isn't a prohibition against titles. Jesus was not opposed to titles. There was titles all the time. As a matter of fact, in the Bible, Paul calls himself Father. Let me, uh, first of all, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. And if you should, even if you should have countless guides to Christ, yet you do not have many fathers, for I became your father in Jesus Christ. Then in the book Philemon, we don't read from that too very often, chapter, verse 10 of Philemon, it says, I urge you on behalf of my child Onesimus, whose father I have become in my imprisonment. And kind of on and on it goes. We talk about the desert fathers and desert mothers. We talk about the church fathers. So the word father isn't, the problem isn't titles. The problem is using them to somehow uh, uh, puff yourself up, to somehow be a kind of show. Like I say, I walk around, you know, and many people call me reverend or Mr. very reverend or some other thing with all that. Then I begin to really miss the point. But if I really act like a father, and by the way, the whole point of being a father for me is I'm supposed to be like Christ, which means I show people the way to the father. That's my mission. That's my role. That's why priests, uh, starting with the Franciscans actually, began to be called father because the whole idea was to show the way to the father, which was the uh, whole point of Jesus. That's what he was doing in his his, uh, public life as well. Does that make sense? Hope it does. Leadership is a call to service, not to be served. Here's my questions for today. How do you see leadership in the church today? Go and start with start with Pope Francis. How do you see leadership in the church today? And how are we called to serve, all of us, called to serve and not to be served? Thank you, folks, for joining me. Good to see you. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye now.